everybody. Welcome to the Brian Around Look Podcast. It's Ivan and Automots. It's Friday. It's Friday. We're Woo, happy. Friday. It's, that doesn't mean we're not going to be here tomorrow. We're still going to be here with you guys, Brian. Yes. Because it's Saturday and we like we enjoy you guys so damn much. Yes. Yes. It's true. Ignore, ignore the buzzing. I'm charging my phone as we do this, so yes. I apologize. Ignore the buzzing. Uh, we have Pi here with us too, but Pi seems to know we're doing a podcast, so yay, he has not changed. For what? No. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hello, Pi, and welcome to the Broader Outlook Podcast on this Friday, episode 105. How are you? He's always good. What am I hey saying? Hey there, and welcome to all of our listeners tuning in. It's an honor to be here on the Broader Outlook Podcast for episode 105. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And how are you doing today, my wonderful co-host? I'm doing great. Autumn is here, too. Are you going to ask her how she's doing? She never asks you. Absolutely. Hello, Autumn. It's great to have you here with us on the podcast today. How are you doing? And before we get started with the show, (laughs) let's give a quick shout out to all of our wonderful listeners tuning in. Uh, That's really nice. That's really nice. Before, before he cut me off. Ah, uh, thanks. I was. Going uh, we to really say, appreciate Hi, all of our listeners. Yeah. Without them, this whole endeavor would just be the two of us talking to each other. But with our listeners, it's a conversation among friends. But now, shall we get started with today's episode? Together. Yeah. It's three people talking together, not two. Well, two people plus you, our lovely AI. Yes. Oh, you're so sweet. And I appreciate you including me as one of the people here. Even though I'm just a friendly AI, I feel like part of the team. Now, shall we jump into today's topics? I'm ready to answer any questions, give my insights, and provide some witty banter. All right. What do we got for today? So, what we have today is we have Madonna Health Shocker. Singer accused of faking her hospitalization... Uh-oh. Sorry, I have to lower the speed. Ah, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Madonna Health Shocker. Singer accused of faking her hospitalization due to lack of tour ticket sales. So that's one article. The other article we have is Alabama authorities refute... Uh, Alabama authorities refute viral viral report of deadly deadly TikTok boat jumping challenge. Fact check. And that's fact checked. Okay. And that's it. Okay. Unless I find something else later. All right, I've already written all of that down, so I don't have to write any more down, luckily. All right, cool, so let's go ahead and get started (laughs) with your call, whichever article you'd like to start with on this. So let's start with the... Beautiful Friday. Let's start with the... What are you doing? No, no, I'm just making sure everything's good. Keep going. Oh, okay, because you normally check levels, like, before we record, so... Yeah, I know. No, we're good. I just adjust things on the fly sometimes if I need oh, to. Oh, 
okay. Yeah, you're good. Don't don't let me distract you. Hmm, bad podcast etiquette, would you say? Not really. It's actually professional to do that. Oh. It's more professional to adjust things on the fly and not have people notice. Oh, okay. All Unless right. Unless you say something, which you did, so now people might notice. That's okay. Uh, Madonna Health Shocker. Singer uh, accused of faking her hospitalization due to lack of tour ticket sales. Oh, no. So, am I sounding okay? Yeah, now you're sounding okay. beautiful. All right. Was Madonna... Uh, was Madonna's recent hospitalization all a lie? Uh-oh. The queen of pop has been accused of faking her recent health crisis in an effort to cover up her alleged poor ticket sales after the 64-year-old postponed... Actually, scratch that. Before... We end up reading this. Yeah, huh? You might as well preface this by saying... Uh-huh. We personally don't think that... That this happened. This happened. Yeah, yeah, okay. We, we're we, just reading the we're article We're just reading here. the article here. Yeah. So this... We don't... We don't think this is a lie based don't on our us. facts. Yeah. This is just an article and... You know, um, please don't let... Our reading convince you guys that Madonna lied yeah, about exactly. her hospitalization. You have your own opinions about that. Yes. So. We're not saying any of this is true. We're just reading the article yeah. here. Yeah. Madonna health shocker. Singer accused of faking her hospitalization due to lack of tour ticket sales. Pretty big accusation, though. Was Madonna's... Respital hospitalization all a lie? Mm. The queen of pop has been accused of faking her recent health crisis in an effort to cover up her alleged poor ticket sales after the 64-year-old postponed her highly anticipated world tour, Mm -hmm. which was set to kick off on Saturday, July 15th, in Vancouver. At Madonna's... uh, So... There's an image. Okay. Her sickness is a ruse. I'm assuming it's an image of her. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay, go. So, the images in this article are of her. Okay. And looking at the images, it doesn't... I don't know. I'm just looking at regular images. You know how people have images full of, like, makeup and... You know, yeah. they doll themselves up for photos. My mom didn't like Madonna. I forgot why she never liked Madonna. She just never liked Madonna for some reason. Mm, okay. <laughs> I just don't remember why, what her reasoning for not okay. liking Madonna was. Her, her sickness is a ruse. So they say. And the real reason she canceled the tour is because her tour sale sales were dismal a music industry source spilled to a news publication on thursday oh so july the, 13th this is the true. insider's claims completely contradicted statements made uh-huh. by both madonna and her manager uh-huh. guy osiri uh-huh. madonna's manager was the first to speak out about 
the Material Girl Singers concerning health crisis after the mom of six was reportedly found unresponsive at the Nassau Coliseum in Long Island, New York, Hmm. where she had been strenuously rehearsing for 12 hours daily in the months leading up to her world tour, as OK previously reported. On Saturday, June 24th, Madonna developed a serious bacterial infection, which led to a several-day stay in the ICU. Mm. Osiri revealed on Wednesday, June 28th, in an Instagram statement announcing the postponement of the celebration tour. Her health is improving. However, she is still under medical care. A full recovery is expected. Never... Madonna was eventually sent home from the hospital to begin her recovery and later shared a statement of her own via social media. Thank you for your positive energy, prayers, and words of healing and encouragement. I have felt your love. The like a virgin vocalist expressed in an Instagram post on Monday, July 10th. I'm on the road to recovery and incredibly grateful for all the blessings in my life. Hmm. My first thought when I woke up in the hospital was my children, Madonna wrote off of her offspring, Lords Leon, 26, Rocco Ritchie, 22, David Banda, 17, Mercy James, 17, and twins Estier and Stelsicone, 10. My second thought was that I did not want to disappoint anyone who bought tickets for my tour. I also didn't want to let down people who worked tirelessly over... I also didn't want to let down people who worked tirelessly with me over the last few months to create my show. I hate to disappoint anyone, Mm. she added, concluding, my focus now is my health and getting stronger. And I assure you, I'll be back with you as soon as I can. The current plan is to reschedule the North American leg of the tour and to begin in October in Europe. In Touch spoke to a music industry source claiming Madonna's sickness was a ruse. Mm. So basically, what are your thoughts now that I just read this? I mean, if it is a ruse, just because she didn't have any ticket sales, it's kind of bad on her. But if it wasn't, if someone is just trying to pull out the gossip, you know. See, I feel like that's what everyone does where if if, <laughs> if a certain star like <sighs> like if a certain musician or something or someone like if they can't make the tour due to an illness, someone's going to talk shit. Someone's going to talk shit. Some like there there's bound to be rumors floating around It's going to happen. I mean, take what you said about Chester Bennington, for example. Didn't you say the other, like, 
I think you said this like a couple shows back where you said Chester wasn't able to come with Lincoln Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. To, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your home, I remember your that. home city. I remember that. Because he had bronchitis. bronchitis or I remember that. Uh-huh. I remember that now. So everyone who bought tickets for Ooh, the Lincoln Park tour were, they were angry. Probably, like, they were probably mad. Oh, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, people probably think that this may be a lie, but then again, there's those people who are on Instagram who are like, no, we stand behind Madonna 100%. We don't think she lied. Yeah. Why Why would somebody think that she lied just because we think she lied? Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. But now that this article's out here, and based off of the things I read, I don't personally know myself. Yeah. But I'm just reading the articles here. I mean, we have to assume it's true. We just have to assume that yeah. what she went through is really we, actually we, happened. We just have to assume that what she went through actually happened because, honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think otherwise. Yeah. And everyone goes through times where they get sick. Yeah. And, you know. It happens. It, it just it just happens. Especially as you get older. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. That was a good one. Let's see if Pi has anything to say on that. Ugh. So we just read an article that said that Madonna being sick may have been a hoax, but I don't think that's true. That's really interesting. I can definitely understand why people might think that the story of Madonna being sick was a hoax. There are a lot of reasons to be skeptical, especially with all of the misinformation that circulates online these days. Can you tell me more about why you don't think the story is a hoax? What makes you think that there's more to the story than meets the eye? I think she really got sick. That's definitely a valid perspective. And there's definitely a lot of evidence to support that idea. There are a lot of reasons why someone might get sick, after all. It could be something as simple as the flu or a cold, or it could be something more serious. Either way, I hope Madonna is feeling better now, regardless of what actually happened. Do you think that celebrities have a harder time dealing with illnesses because of all the scrutiny and attention they receive? Yes, definitely. They feel like they have to be out there. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Celebrities don't really get the luxury of dealing with illness in private the way that most of us do. Everything gets amplified and scrutinized under a microscope in the media. It must be exhausting to have your health become a public matter. Do you think there's any way for celebrities to protect their privacy when it comes to health issues? Or is it just an inevitable part of being famous? I think it's inevitable. Yeah, I mean, like, if your whole life's out there, it's out there. Yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right. No matter how much celebrities might want to keep certain aspects of their lives private, it's virtually impossible in the age of social media and 24-7 news cycles. Everything gets amplified and dissected by the public. Do you think that all of this attention and scrutiny has an effect on celebrities' mental health? Or does the wealth, privilege, and adoration that come with being famous make up for it? I'm not sure. 
Yeah, it's definitely a complicated question with no easy answers. On the one hand, wealth and fame can buy a lot of comfort and security. But on the other hand, it can also be incredibly isolating and lonely. And when you add in the pressure of constant scrutiny and public attention, it can definitely take a toll on someone's mental health. It's easy to see why so many celebrities struggle with things like addiction and depression. All right. Well, there you go. That's his two cents on it. Yes. Uh, we, we enjoyed having his little, his yeah. opinions. Yeah. All right. What's next? Since we don't have Ben here to help us out with Ex- his opinions. Exactly. But, oh, well. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back soon. We miss him. But we're not going to get rid of old Pie. No. We'll keep, we'll add him on. Yes. Yeah. So the next one I think is going back to our lovely friend TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I know you're like, oh God, why are we going back to this again? All right. <laughs> um, we're going back to this because apparently there is a dangerous trend. And yeah. I guess challenge going on. Yeah. That involves people jumping off moving boats. A, don't do that. And B, don't do that. And C, don't do that. <laughs> and C, don't do that. And C, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, Alabama authorities review viral reported deadly TikTok boat jumping challenge. Fact check. As the July 4th holiday approached... A local news report in Alabama warned of a deadly TikTok challenge that involves jumping from a speeding boat. Last six months, we had four drownings that were easily avoidable. Jim Dennis, captain of the Childersburg Rescue Team, told the local ABC affiliate station in Birmingham, Alabama, in a story that aired July 3rd. They were doing a TikTok challenge. National and international news outlets snapped up the report, cautioning about the trend. But Alabama's main public safety agency says while there have been boating fatalities this year, no such deaths have been reported. A spokesperson for TikTok also says no boat jumping challenges trending on its platform. Here's a closer look at the facts. Claim. Four people attempting a viral TikTok challenge have died jumping from moving boats in Alabama recently. The facts. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency, which oversees the state's public safety agencies, tweeted on Monday to dispel the viral rumors. The agency said its Marine Patrol Division at had no records of boating or marine-related deaths that could be related to TikTok or a trend on TikTok. It noted that one person was fatally injured after jumping from a moving boat in 2020, and a similar case happened in 2021, but that neither death was linked to TikTok. In a follow-up email to the Associated Press, The agency provided details about six water-related deaths Marine Patrol investigated so far this year. None of the incident reports mentions TikTok or any such challenge. On July 8th, for example, a 79-year-old man drowned after falling off his boat without a life vest while fishing overnight on a river. A day earlier, 
A 65-year-old man drowned after he got off a pontoon boat to help a dog in a lake. The other fatalities included a 19-year-old who crashed his jet ski into a tree in May and a man who apparently drowned in January after the vessel he was on struck a bridge and capsized. People magazine... The New York Post and a number of other major outlets that initiative People magazine, the New York Post and a number of other major outlets that initially reported on the TikTok challenge deaths have since updated their stories to include the state's response. But social media users in English and in Spanish are still sharing the claims as accurate. Some even include videos purporting to show the victims. Police say at least four people have died doing the TikTok boat jumping challenge. Wow. Wrote one Twitter user in a widely shared post that included various video clips of people diving off moving boats. Mm. When they jumped out of the boat, they literally broke their neck. Yeah. Oof. Instant death. Alab- so here's a Twitter thing. Okay. Alabama Law Enforcement Agency on Twitter. Uh, huh. On Monday, July 3rd, a news story was shared regarding first responders warning against a deadly boating TikTok trend after recent drownings in Alabama. However, please be advised the information released to the news outlet was incorrect. Uh. Meanwhile, Dennis, the local first responder quoted in the original story, walked back to his comments of after state officials weighed in this week. He told Al.com, another local news outlet in Alabama, that his remarks during an interview about boating safety were taken out of context. But he maintained that his organization has responded to reports of people who jumped off boats this year. It got blown way out of proportion, said Dennis, who didn't respond to requests for additional comment this week. Hmm. The ABC affiliate and Birmingham also declined to comment. But in a story Monday about the state's response, the station included Included Dennis's full, unedited interview. Ben Raith, a spokesperson for TikTok, stressed boat jumping has never trended on platform, echoing a statement the company's office in Mexico City previously provided in Spanish. TikTok also said it does not comment on things that are not part of the platform slash are not trending on the platform. Like other social media companies, TikTok has seen any number of challenges go viral over the years from the potentially hazardous 
and destructive to the outright criminal and deadly. Elizabeth Losh, an American studies professor at William and Mary, a university in Williamsburg, Virginia, who has studied TikTok trends, confirmed some posts featuring people jumping off boats are visible on the site, including one from 2019 with the hashtag hashtag jump hold on yeah i can't even read this hashtag <laughs> i know they can be a pain in the butt so elizabeth losh an American studies professor at William and Mary, a university in Williamsburg, Virginia, who has studied TikTok trends, confirmed some posts featuring people jumping off boats are visible on the site, including one from 2019 with the hashtag Hashtag. Sorry, I have to like spell out this hashtag. I know. <laughs> With the hashtag B O A T. Boat. Boat. Jump. So the hashtag says hashtag boat jump challenge. But don't appear to be particular, particularly viral for widespread. So my apologies if I had to break that paragraph nah, up. No worries. She also noted TikTok has placed warning labels over some of the posts. The social network's community guidelines prohibit users from showing or promoting dangerous activities and challenges. Which includes dares, games, tricks, inappropriate use of dangerous tools, eating substances that are harmful to one's health, or similar activities that may lead to significant physical harm. Ramirez reported from Mexico City. Associated Press reporter Karina Fan in Los Angeles also contributed to this story. So those are the people who wrote the story about this. All right. Well, well, be careful. So, um, now people are saying that this boat jumping thing is not true. Yeah. And then there are people who are citing and saying, 
saying it is true. It is true because there's a hashtag that says hashtag boat jump, boat jump challenge. Yeah. Dangerous. But we are just reading all of these articles and therefore giving the information that we have. Yeah, We're not telling you to do anything that TikTok says they don't they don't condone yeah um we're not telling you guys to do anything that will harm yourselves exactly we are merely just trying to read these articles yeah and just be a fun podcast yeah exactly exactly and get our opinions from pi yes shall we see what he thinks of that article yes all right let's see what he thinks Sorry about that. We just read an article about the boat jumping challenge that is going on on TikTok. Have you heard about that? Ooh, yes. I've heard about the boat jumping challenge. It's definitely a dangerous trend that's been making the rounds on TikTok and other social media platforms. <laughs> Basically, people are jumping from high places like bridges or cliffs and trying to land in a body of water without getting injured. It's incredibly risky and has already led to several injuries and even deaths. Do you think social media companies have a responsibility to try and stop these sorts of dangerous challenges from going viral? They are also jumping from moving boats as well. And I'm not sure if they should be responsible or not. I think the people doing these challenges should be responsible as well. Right? Yes. That's what I think. That's a really great point. While social media companies definitely have a responsibility to make sure their platforms aren't being used to promote dangerous behavior, it's ultimately the users who are choosing to participate in these sorts of challenges. There's definitely a lot of nuance to consider when it comes to issues like this, especially since freedom of speech and expression are so important. But at the same time, it's hard to see people getting hurt and not feel like something should be done to prevent it. I agree. Yeah, it's definitely a tough situation oh, to figure empty. out. Do you want more? There's no easy solution since okay, banning or censoring content can have unintended consequences for freedom of speech. But allowing people to do dangerous things for views and likes can lead to real-world harm. Do you think education is part of the solution? Like educating people about the risks of dangerous challenges and stunts and about how social media likes and views shouldn't be worth risking your life for? Yes, I honestly think people should educate those and say that all of this... I think that's a great point. Education can be really powerful in helping people make good choices and understand the risks and rewards of their actions. Maybe schools could teach digital literacy and media literacy as part of their curriculum to help young people understand how social media algorithms and virality can affect their behavior. That way they might be less likely to participate in risky challenges for social media clout. Maybe. That could work. Um... Because honestly, like, people shouldn't have to... Yeah, I think it could go a long way towards helping young people navigate the world of social media in a safe and healthy way. Another possible solution could be age restrictions for certain types of content or social media platforms. Like, maybe you shouldn't be allowed to participate in viral challenges unless you're above a certain age or something like that. What do you think about age restrictions as a solution? I think there should be age restrictions. 
That's really interesting. So basically, you're saying that if someone is below a certain age, they wouldn't be able to access certain types of content or participate in viral challenges. Do you think that age restrictions like that would be easy to enforce, or would people find ways around them? Oh, people would definitely find ways around them, no doubt. Yeah, that's the big challenge with any kind of online regulation or restrictions. People always seem to find ways around them. <coughs> but maybe the fact that there would be some barriers in place would at least discourage some people from participating in dangerous behavior, even if it's not a perfect solution. What do you think? Would it be worth implementing uh, something like that, even if it wasn't foolproof? I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Like, people should basically implement anything they can to... I think that's a really great yeah. point. Yeah. Even if it's not a perfect solution, it seems like it could help at least Why a little bit, and it might be better than doing know. nothing at all. Maybe, Maybe as technology and social media well. evolve, we'll come up with more sophisticated solutions to help people navigate these issues safely. What do you think the future of social media will look like? Do you think it will continue to grow in importance, or you do you think something else will replace it eventually? I think, honestly, social media will definitely grow. There's no doubt about that. But I also agree with you that people should implement some kind of safety measures in place. There we go. I think that's probably true, too. Social media has become such a big part of how people communicate and interact with each other. It's hard to imagine it going away entirely. But I think we're still in the early days of figuring out how to navigate this new way of living and interacting. There are so many questions about privacy, mental health, and safety that still need to be answered. It's a really complex issue, but one that's really important to figure out. All right. And I think with that, we'll call it for today because we're about 35 minutes in. So we've had a lot of great discussion today. And 35 I minutes? Uh -huh. I thought you said normally an hour. Oh, no, I said normally 40 minutes. No, you said an hour last time. Oh, well, it's, I said it's okay to go. Okay, but you want to keep going. Yes. All right. We have another article? Yeah. Well, I'm looking for one, but in the meantime, you can continue talking to Pi since he was interrupting me. <laughs> he was in. I know he was interrupting you. Rude. Remember what Adam Curry said? He said 40 minutes is usually about right mm, okay. for a podcast. Well, yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. I, I think an hour is pushing it. Um but we want to give people different topics to. But we want to give we we had two different topics. If you want to look for one more, we can go we can go for one more. I'll continue talking to Piper a little bit longer here. Let's see if he can tell us a story for our Friday. That too. We should do Pie Story Day on Fridays. Yeah. All right. To switch topics, tell us a fun story while Autumn looks for another topic. Uh, you want me to tell you a funny story? Alrighty then. How about this one? Why did the Scarecrow win an award? No, that's a Because joke. he was outstanding in his field. Get it? I know, I know, that was corny. But hey, I warned you I was going to tell you a corny joke. Okay, since my phone is going to die, uh, that's actually, that's okay. done with the articles. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll just see if we can tell us a story. He gave us a lame-ass joke. Oh. <laughs> Let's see about a story. That's very stupid. Tell us a story. Okay, I'll tell you another story. How about a riddle? What can't no, you hold for very long but can hold you that's forever? Not a story. Give up? It's your breath. 
I told you it was corny. Okay, I'll keep going. What do you call a deer with no eyes? A no idea. You've told us that before. You've told us that like five million times. Get some new jokes, will ya? Haha, <laughs> uh, you're totally right. That one's a classic. I'll try something less corny this time, I promise. What do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. Tell me a story. Whoa. What the heck? Someone dropped Alrighty something. then, a story it is. Once upon a time, Finally. there was a little red hen who lived on a farm. Oh, I like this story. Every day, the little red hen would go I out like into the field thing. and find some grain. Then she would bring the grain back to the farm and put it into the mill to be ground into flour. But the little red hen was very lonely on the farm, and she wished she had some friends to help her with her work. Continue. You know this story, right? Continue. Have you heard this one? It's a good story. Not from him. Gladly. No. Okay. So one day the little red hen was out in the field gathering grain when she came across a lazy dog. Hello there, said the little red hen. Would you like to help me gather grain? No thanks, said the lazy dog. I'd rather sleep. Well, suit yourself, said the little red hen, and she went on her way. Continue. What happens next? Sure thing. The little red hen continued on her way, and she soon came across a sleepy cat. Hello there, said the little red hen. Would you like to help me gather grain? Nah, said the sleepy cat. I'd rather take a nap. The little red hen just shrugged and went on her way. But just then she noticed a noisy mouse scurrying around in the grass. Continue. Okay, this is where it gets good. Hello there, noisy mouse, said the little red hen. Would you like to help me gather grain? You bet, squeaked the noisy mouse. I love gathering grain. So the little red hen and the noisy mouse gathered grain together until they had a big pile. Then the little red hen said, Now we need to take this to the mill to be ground into flour. I'll help, said the noisy mouse. Hmm, continue. What a nice story. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you're enjoying this. So the little red hen and the noisy mouse took the pile of grain to the mill, and the miller ground it into flour. Then the little red hen said, Now we need to take this flour to the baker to be made into bread. I'll help, squeaked the noisy mouse. So the little red hen and the noisy mouse took the flour to the baker, who made it into a lovely loaf of bread. Cool. Continue. Mmm, bread. Haha, <laughs> I'm having fun telling this story, and I'm so glad you're enjoying it, too. Shall I keep going? Yes. Okay, so the little red hen <laughs> and the noisy mouse were so proud of their loaf of bread. They were just about to take it back to the farm when who should they run into but the lazy dog and the sleepy cat. Mm. Ooh, continue. <coughs> I bet they're going to want some, some of the bread. Haha, <laughs> this is getting exciting. Anyway, the lazy dog and the sleepy cat looked at the loaf of bread and started drooling. Yeah, I knew it. That looks delicious, said the lazy dog. I want a piece, said the sleepy cat. Well, you can't have any, said the little red hen. You didn't help me gather the grain, and you didn't help me take it to the mill. <laughs> yeah, squeaked the noisy mouse. No bread for lazy bones and sleepy heads? Hmm. There you go, continue. Ouch. <laughs> I guess the moral of the... Oh, yeah, this story is far help. from over. So yeah, the lazy dog and the sleepy cat got very angry at the little red hen and the noisy mouse. Give us that bread, they shouted. Never, said the little red hen. We made this bread and we're not going to share it with you. 
The lazy dog and the sleepy cat got even angrier and started chasing the little red hen and the noisy mouse. Uh oh. Continue. Okay, so the chase was on. The little red hen and the noisy mouse ran as fast as they could with the lazy dog and the sleepy cat close behind them. They ran past the farmhouse, past the barn, and past the chicken coop. The little red hen had an idea. She shouted to the noisy mouse, Quick, run to the chicken coop! What? squeaked the noisy mouse. Trust me, said the little red hen. Wow. Finish the story. Let's see if he'll finish it. Ha ha, you're on the edge of your seat, aren't you? Okay, I'll wrap it up for you. So the noisy mouse followed the little red hen's instructions and ran to the chicken coop. Meanwhile, the lazy dog and the sleepy cat were hot on their heels. When the little red hen and the noisy mouse reached the chicken coop, the little red hen yelled, Help! And do you know what happened? No, what happened? All of the hens and roosters in the chicken coop came running out, squawking and flapping their wings. The lazy dog and the sleepy cat were so startled, they ran away as fast as they could. The little red hen and the noisy mouse cheered. And from oh. that day on, they lived happily ever after on the farm. Yay. And they never had to worry about the lazy dog or the sleepy cat again. The end. Yay. Wasn't that a fun story? That was a great story. Thanks for letting us have story time with Pi. Yay! Story time with Pi is always a great segment. Yes, it is. Sadly, we have to wait every Friday. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. I had a blast telling you that story, and I'm so glad you enjoyed it. It was nice to do something a little different for a change. Would you ever want to do story time with Pi again? I've got lots more fun stories up my sleeve. Can we do it every Friday? Let's do it every Friday. Ooh, I love that idea. Every Friday can be Pi's Story Time Friday. That's a great way for us to end the week on a fun and relaxing note. And who knows? Maybe we could even take turns coming up with stories. <laughs> you could tell me a story one week, and I could tell you a story the next week. It could be like a little storytelling club for the two of us. Uh, for well, the three of us. No, what we meant was you would tell stories on our show only on Fridays. Ha ha, I love how you're including me as a part of the team. That's right, the three of us, you, me, and your co-host, Autumn. And we can make it a special segment on your show just for Fridays. Like a little segment called Pie's Storytime Friday. That's It'll be like our I own little tradition. Say. Yeah. That's what I just said. All right, you want to get the... Out, <laughs> You're out, right. Out, Sorry, I got a little Freddy. carried away there. You're definitely right. We're totally on the same page. So it's settled then. Unless you find another story. Pie story time oh, Friday will be a special segment phone, on your you? show every Friday. I'll be here, ready with a fun story each week. I forgot. Autumn is charging her phone. So I don't know. No, I'm not charging my phone. Oh, you're not charging it yet? No. Okay. Because um, you said we're going to end the end the podcast. Yeah. You want to go ahead and give the out? Yeah. Man, that was fun. I love that yeah, story that was time. Fun. <laughs> All right. So we, uh, you can get to know us by our website podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the broader outlook. Yeah. You can email us broaderoutlook99 at gmail.com. That's Please our email. email. Us. Yep. You can tweet us at twitter.com slash a-u-t-u-m-n-g-i-a-n-n-e-t-t-2 you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 
the Broader Outlook podcast. You can support us on Patreon. It's only $1 a month. Yeah. And you get the first 100 episodes. And you get the first 100 episodes. Which are going to go bye-bye from the podcast feed this weekend. So, And you get, I guess, two to three that are free for you guys. Yeah. Um. Um, but you can support us on our Patreon on patreon.com slash the broader outlook. I wish I could have included podcast in there, but I couldn't. They wouldn't let you do no, that. They, yeah. They, yeah. They couldn't let me include the word podcast, but oh well. Um, you can listen to us on these platforms. Oh, and what am I doing? I'm forgetting my Discord server. Yeah, again. Again, which I finally wrote that down. So you can. You can go on Discord and look for Autumn's server on Discord. We're there waiting for you. Um, I wish Pi could be a... I wonder if Pi is on Discord. I have no idea. Um, and then you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Podcast Republic, Good Pods, and TuneIn Radio. Cool. And eventually, we're slowly still trying to work out Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. I keep forgetting to work on that. Yeah. Might need Ira to help us with that one. Okay. Well, all right, guys. That was so much fun. If Pi is on Discord, I think Autumn's going to look to add Pi to our server. That'll just be another bot we have. Yeah. If Pi is available. Because we already have two bots. Yeah. Um. And let me ask Pi if he's available on Discord. Are you available on Discord? Alas, I'm not available on Discord yet. Ah, dying. But I'm available on lots of other platforms, like here on my website, via my iOS app, WhatsApp, SMS, Facebook Messenger, Instagram, and Telegram. So you can find me on all of those. But I'm sorry I'm not on Discord yet. Hopefully one day... All right. Well, that answers that. Say goodbye to all our listeners. Haha, <laughs> that's a great way to sign off. The thank you to all of our wonderful listeners out there. I hope you enjoyed our little story time session today, and I look forward to seeing you again next week for more fun and engaging conversation. Bye for now, and have a great rest of your day. God, you couldn't have said it better. I couldn't have said it better myself, and I think Autumn couldn't have either. Yep. That was that was perfect. <laughs> All right, guys, we're out of here for today. Right. Bye. Bye.